What's up, guys? It's Alex Gray, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, I'm Tim Ferry, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Best thing uh, that happened to radio since Pulp Max. back uh, another quick usual episode this week y'all still working on the studio it's coming though july 12th supposedly is the close date we'll be getting the studio going together after that hopefully towards the end of july we'll have the studio back up and running doing some real shows some full shows with everybody in studio back on youtube all that good stuff tonight though it's episode 203 brought to you by a cherubies usa For decades, Acherbys has been the leader in moto, plastic, and accessories with products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last. Acherbys has what you need. Visit AcherbysUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and let Brian Fullerton and Talon Volan take care of you. Let them know the show sent you. Guys, you know what's up with the Acherbys, right? If you need full plastic kits, you need headlights, uh, fork guards, skid plates, chain guides, all that good stuff. Acherbys has it. Hell, they have gear, too. So check them out, visit them, use them, support those guys that support us. Also on board, X-Brand Goggles, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Berm Lords Graphics, and Jersey ID. Follow them at Berm Lords on Instagram. And if you want to get any price quotes, get some graphics to make your bike look sick, graphics at bermlords.com. Also, our jerky, eat rjerky.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD21 to uh, save. I've got to order some more pretty soon. I am getting really low. Go support the Wageman Brothers. Buy all the jerky you can stand to get through the Nationals. It's a great snack. Also, Torque One Racing. Need some handlebars or, man, you know, like my bikes have the the brake pedals and the shifters with the anodized, you know, the cool-looking tips. And, dude, that, he's got it, man. Torque One Racing's got all that good stuff. Killer bars, grips. If you guys need any of that stuff, hit up Torque One Racing. Also, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics. Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, if you're running WP suspension, you got to get with those guys. And, of course, the best oil on the market, Blood Lubricants, bloodlubricants.com. Use promo code MOTOX. We preach it on here, you know, every so often. Obviously, blood, uh, oil is the, the lifeblood of your bike, and blood would make the thing last forever. It's just unreal how often TJ, he's always tearing Doc's bikes down. You know, uh, when I was riding more often, I'm I'm changing my oil every 20 hours or so, and the stuff just looks fresh. doesn't look like there's any wear, any damage. The stuff is killer. Please go use promo code MOTOX at bloodlubricants.com. And also, if you want any uh, upgrades, hop-ups on the bike, porting, transmissions to ECUs, you got to visit Williams Moto Works. Check them out on Instagram at Williams underscore Moto Works on Instagram. Go support all of our sponsors. It's a big deal to us. It matters. It keeps us going. Uh, it, it's just, it's important to the show. You guys know how this works, right? It, we got to have some income. We got to have things happening for us to travel, for us to do everything we do. And the sponsors make it happen along with our Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com and join. Anyway, trying to make this a somewhat quick intro. We got Red Bud coming up. I expect more of the same. Dylan Ferrandis, who will be on tonight along with Carson Mumford. I think Dylan's just going to keep being one of those top two or three guys. Keep plugging along on the podium. We're going to talk to him about that here in a little bit. Really looking forward to Red Bud. Wish I was going this weekend. 
not going to make it. What I did do, though, TJ and I went out to Oak Hill in uh, north, I guess, north of Dallas, north of Fort Worth area, and checked out the Verb Moto Dirt Bikes Are Dope Shred Tour. Wes Williams was out there killing it, man. A lot of cool things going on. A lot of fast riders. Grant, uh, Grant Harlan, John Short, Ryder Floyd, Cheyenne Harmon. There's a list of them. And we have a YouTube video up. I interviewed a ton of the guys. Uh, Ronnie Mack was there, if you're a Ronnie Mack fan. Cool. Some interviews, some riding footage on our YouTube channel, Moto X Pod Show YouTube channel. Go check it out. But that was a lot of fun. I want to thank Wes for having us out. And if you guys follow us on Instagram, you may have seen that he gave me a stack of T-shirts. There's some shirts he needed to get rid of, some old stocks. So I've got a whole bunch of smalls and 2XL. So if you want a Verb Moto shirt in a small for your chick, maybe, or a 2XL, they may shrink. I don't know. Uh, tag, you know, actually, just send me an email. Send me an email and, I don't know, give me a funny joke. I want your best joke. Tell me a joke at MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. Send me your best joke. And uh, whichever joke I think is the funniest, I'll send a T-shirt out. You have to tell me if you want a smaller 2XL. But uh, thanks to Wes Williams for that. Anyway, yeah, a little, still a little off. It's super weird just being in this bedroom doing a show by myself. But uh, hang tight. We'll be back with Dylan Ferrandis. And then after that, Carson Mufford. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Intercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbyUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto S. Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal. But thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey, guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand goggle. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and when I want to the best dress, I wear X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm, and for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. All right, first up tonight, brought to you tonight by Blood Lubricant Oil Lines, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Visit bloodlubricants.com and use promo code MOTOX to save. 
Tonight, Blood Lubricants brings us from Star Racing, Dylan Ferrandis. What's up, Dylan? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Really uh, excited to talk to you tonight. Uh, Had another week off. Did you guys do a bunch of testing? Did you learn anything new? Um, No, not much. Um, We, I mean, the bike was good on the last first few races, so we kind of decided to not do any testing and, uh, yeah, just try to... We moved moved to Florida, so I mean, it needs you know some some times to get adapt of the time change and also the the weather here, the humidity, and also the track was brand new, brand new at the farm. So you know, we we use this time off to to break the track and get used to the humidity and uh, and yeah, nothing nothing crazy. Just keep uh, keep uh, doing what we did uh, the last few months and uh, training uh, on and off the bike and uh, yeah, try to be the best uh, the best uh, we can uh, for race day. Yeah, you've been amazing so far, but I want to ask you about the move. That's kind of unusual to have to move homes, you know, your entire life basically in the middle of a season like that after just three races. Uh, does it throw you off your program any, or were you pretty – was it pretty easy to do? Yeah, it was easy because we we, we were prepared for it. Like, we, we bought the house in uh, December last year, and um, and we, uh, we moved already uh, kind of – a little bit in uh, during Supercross when we had uh, all the the the, date, the Florida run in Supercross Daytona Orlando uh, Atlanta also so we kind of stay some time uh, here in Florida already and yeah the, like uh, now we we kind of here for full time so so yeah we use this weekend off to to get the, the house ready but I mean like I say we 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 were really prepared and uh, and we did a uh, step by step um, not all at once so, so yeah not too bad good. What is that? How does David Villeman work into this now? He's been working with you for a number of years. Obviously, he's not going to move. So, are you going to still try to do stuff with him, or just part ways for now? Yeah, for sure. We, we, he's still doing all my program on and off the bike, like I said, and, uh, and yeah, nothing, nothing different. Just the only thing is, uh, he's not, uh, he's not at the practice, but yeah, but yeah he still does uh, all the program for me, and uh, and I follow it, and um, and look like it's. He's right. It's working really well for me so far. So, yeah, no, no change. Good to hear. I, I love that guy. He he tells you the truth. He is not afraid to hurt your feelings, and I think that's really important. And in, in that position, he he can't be. Uh, he can't tell you you're doing good if you're doing bad. He has to be honest. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk to you, man. We we've always talked about your starts when you're on two fifties. That was your weak point. It seems like your starts are much better. Now, have you found something technique wise? Is it just being on the 450? What do you think has improved? Uh, you know, we, we walk, uh, every, every training we, we try to, to, to walk on the start. So I, I think it's just, uh, I had some, uh, in 250, I, I had some up and down. I think I had some, some, a lot of race with bad start, but I think it was more from, uh, kind of bike setup like the way i want my wanted my bike to 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 be and uh and uh we also had some good starts so so we always try to to be better on that point and in, in 450 uh you know the the power is is a is, is big difference so it took me some time um at pala i was lucky to have a one really good start in model one but my model two was really bad yeah and then uh, it was kind of the same in thunder valley and uh, i point i just had a uh, two good start i think um like i, I said before in before the season you, you know I, I never really did uh, any start in 450 on the dirt uh it, the this season on during the supercross on the metal gate that was my first first start on the 
with the 450 on Metal Gate, and now doing the outdoor is my first first start with um, on dirt. So it takes time, you know, to, to figure things out and uh, and to feel comfortable. So but yeah, I found that I was feeling I I had two good starts. So so yeah, for sure that that help that's helped a lot. But yeah. I'm I'm not the kind of rider to say that uh, I need good start to be uh, out front. So. So I don't really, I don't really care. Like if I get a good or bad start, it's, it's the same for me. Um, I think uh, today's the competition is so strong in 450 that uh, everybody gonna gonna have some good and some bad start. So you just have to deal with that, and it's not really something that I, I I'm really focused on for sure. I, every time I'm behind the gate, my goal is to get the all shot. But if I don't, it's, it's fine. It's not the end of the world, like many many riders say. Yeah, I like that. That's a good. That's a great attitude to have. I love it. Um, coming into the 450 outdoor series, when me and some other guys were talking on podcasts about who we thought was going to do well, I picked you as like my wild card, meaning I expected you to do really well some races and then maybe, maybe have some bad races, but I thought you would be a surprise. Like I thought you'd be really good. Are you surprised how good you've been through three races or I think you're pretty confident. I feel like you knew you'd be this good. Uh, no, no, really. I, I was surprised too. Like uh, I, I did my work, but you know, you, you never know when you show up for the first round of a championship. Like you never know what what to really expect uh, about yourself and about the competition. So, so I was surprised. I, I was thinking like maybe later in the season when I I start to feel better, when I I, I learn the bike more and and the the feel also. Like maybe I could fight for some podium. But yeah, to be to leave the first round with the red red page, I never expect that, and and to be uh, to be where I am now after three rounds for sure, I never expect that. So it's a surprise, but a really good surprise. Absolutely. So at this point, only three races in, do you al- allow yourself to start thinking about the championship, or is it still one race at a time? I know, you know, it's always one race at a time. Yeah. Even when I was in 250 fighting for title, I always been this way. Like this, this sport is, is so unpredictable, and 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 there's so many things that can happen that you know every race is a is a, is a championship almost. So I just focus <laughs> on race by race and uh, and don't look too much to the future. Uh, that's I think again that's you seem to have it all figured out. I mean that's that's the smart way to to go just race by race. And kind of like Zacho last year, Zach, I don't think, was thinking championship early on. He just kept being consistent, kept doing well. And then all of a sudden, he had a little bit of a points gap, you know, and it was over. And uh, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think you're right. And, and the way the way Zach managed the championship last year was, was just great. And, uh, and I think this mentality comes with the years. Like, uh, if you take Zach, for example, he... You have so many years of experience riding uh, the GP and then come back to the US 250, 450. And, and for me, it's the same. Like, uh, you know, it's my rookie season in 450, but I had, I mean, uh, it's, I'm 27. So I had so many years of experience and uh, I feel like it's paying off right now. Definitely. I see that too. Um, so I, coming over from Europe, you and I and your wife have talked about this a couple of times here and there. Like, you came over with nothing basically all together just the two of you uh to to live out your dream to come try to win some championships you bought your first house a few years ago you moved went in california um now you're in florida you've won a couple championships you've had ups and downs with the fans being rude or booing i feel like right now p2 
people are starting to come around where there's people cheering for you, a lot of people cheering for you. I feel like the other riders are pumped on your riding when you're winning. Like it seems like I don't know, do you sense that that people are starting to be more favor um have more favor towards you? Mm, I don't know. Uh, it's not really something that uh, I really pay attention. Okay. Uh I think the the in the past when uh, when some some fans were against me, I think I, I deserve it a little bit with the with the, the move I, I, I did. But yeah, I, I think since since I feel like since day one I moved to the US, I felt like the, the fan loved the, the racing more than anything. Whatever who's it who's the favorite rider or the riders they don't like, they love the racing and the battles and uh, and uh, when the rider give everything until the checker flight, I feel like like that's the mentality of the the fan here in the US. And uh, I've always been like this, so yeah. trying to to give just everything on the track. So I think uh, that's why maybe today nobody is against me, or I don't know if they like me or not. But I think nobody's against me for that because of that. And and it's same with the other racer. Like you take uh, Ken, Ken or, or Adam for sure. We they they want to win, but when you ask, when we had such a great battle that like last race, like uh, you know as a racer you you had fun battling with uh, with the other guy, and when it's clean and uh, and at the end of the day you you just gave everything if you won if, if you get beat if you if you couldn't do better you know it's, it's always a good feeling for the for a rider so I feel like they they like um, they like the racing also this way like me and. And, and yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's you're right. I think that's true. I think everybody sees the battle and how fi- far um, hard you're fighting. The other guys are fighting, and, and they have a lot of respect for that. So that's a good point. Um, but I also I've gotten the feeling from talking to you a few times that that stuff though, like the fans, if they like you or don't like you, if the other riders like you or don't write like you, that really doesn't matter a lot to you. You're here to do a job. You have a goal: championships, win races. Uh, and that's the the number one priority. That's why you came here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, like um, I'm not paying, but by, by the fan, I'm paying by Yamaha. Yeah. And they expect me to win, and and that's what I, I like to do. So when I win, we both win. Like uh, I, I like winning, and uh, they pay me for that. So everybody's <laughs> winning. So yeah, so yeah, that's. I mean, I always think this way when you when you put in the work and you focus on only one thing is uh, doing. The best you can on race day, and uh, trying to uh, be on the on the box at the end of the day. That that's what paid the most, and uh, and um, always been this way. And yeah, the, the fan, like uh, yeah, it's cool uh, for sure. Uh, I mean, I like when the fa- fans are che- cheering for me, but yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter for me uh, if I get first or second or ten. Uh, the fan doesn't doesn't make a big difference for me. Okay, good. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's talk about the bike. Star Yamaha took over the 450 program this year. Um, last couple years, you know, uh, AP and, and Barsha had some good things to say about it, some bad things to say about it. How far do you feel like it's progressed since Star took it over? I don't know how much time you got on the factory Yamaha before Star took it over, but what have you seen improvement-wise on the bike this year? Um. As you can uh, see, during the Supercross, we had also up and down. So yeah. we, we kind of struggled, struggled hard also uh, during Supercross season with the bike. But I think it's just because um, we we had a lot of uh, lack, a big lack of data, and we needed to try stuff during race day. So sometimes it was like a 
you know, a challenge. We were okay, like we need to try this, and we don't, we only have raised this, so let's let's try, and we will see. So sometimes it works, sometimes not, and um, yeah, I think we we all see that uh, every rider, including myself, Malcolm, and uh, and AP, we had some up, up and down during Supercross, and that that was because uh, you know we tried a lot of stuff on the bike, and we really tried to make this bike good, and I feel like at the end of the season we we the bike was really good and uh, and uh, for the motocross we just uh, kind of uh, get 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 the bike um, for me more like my 250 bike that that I, that I won with last year so it it was kind of easier i think for me for that mm-hmm. and uh, yeah just try we we try we had more time to get ready for the outdoors than than the past season so we had more time to try parts and everything and i think uh, yeah that that's all we figure out the bike is just trying trying a lot and and um yeah again also i say it a couple of times during interview the, the bike uh, the yamaha 40 is really powerful and uh, i i try to to I asked my team uh, for less power every race. <laughs> uh, we 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 found already some some small stuff on the bike to get less power, and, and I think that was a, for me the the biggest difference. Because yeah, during Supercross, I kind of wanted more power, more power, but it's because I moved from the 250, so it's like so good to have such big power that I wanted more. But at the end, it wasn't a, it wasn't really effective on the track. So so for the motocross, we really. We kind of learn from the the, the season, and uh, and uh, yeah, we we decide to go the opposite way, and, and and that was a good choice. Yeah, it's looking good, man. It's it's really impressive what you've been, you've been you've been looking so aggressive on the bike. You know, unfortunately, I haven't made any of the nationals. I've been watching on TV, but man, you, you look so aggressive. But the bike seems to it doesn't seem to react um, crazy. Like it seems to do exactly what you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still sometimes uh, a little wild, and uh, I hold the bike uh, really strong to yeah. to don't let uh, let it um, going crazy. But yeah, I mean, it's still a 450. You can't really ride too much aggressive. So I try to work on this. But yeah, for sure, sometimes uh, I feel like yeah, too much power and getting too <laughs> wide. But yeah, sure, it's 450, I guess. Uh, I got a couple more questions for you. Um, Red Bud's coming up this weekend. Many of the riders, it's their favorite track. Fans, you know, it's one of the fan favorite tracks. Personally, I think Millville's the coolest track. Um, do you have a favorite track or one that you're looking forward to getting to? Um, not really. I don't don't really have a favorite track. Like, uh, uh, there is a lot of track I really like, so that's good. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think High Point was great. Like, uh, the layout and the dirt was amazing. Red Buddy is a always a good place to to ride. Millville also is so beautiful, but and I don't I don't have really a track that uh, I like or hate. Yeah, so it's fine. I mean, I, I rode uh, in Europe. I rode on so so many bad bad track, like uh, really <laughs> not fun track. That you know, in the in the US, even the the worst track of the championship is good for me. Awesome, I love it. All right, um, last question, just kind of for fun. Uh, yeah, I, I obviously I follow you on Instagram and your wife Nastasia, and you guys do some. You know, you go to the lake or the beach, uh, the pool, and hang out on the weekends. But like, what is what is your favorite thing to do just during the week to relax? What do you guys like to do? Um, there is a lot of thing we like to do, but there is a lot of thing we don't do because of the of the, of the season. 
I try to, I mean, she's always asked to go, to go out and try to, to, to catch the sun or the naturals, but I, I'm more like, uh, trying to go in, to stay inside on, on the sofa and, <laughs> yeah. and be, uh, be, and recover, recover the best for the, the next day. So we kind of fight a little bit for that, but I mean, yeah, the, the, the championship goes always a priority. So, um, I mean, we, we don't do much stuff. Uh, I mean, right now outside of the, of the, of the bike. But um, when uh, when the season's done, uh, we love uh, we love doing stuff. Uh, yeah, right now now it's just entering the pool. Uh, for me, I like uh, playing uh, Warzone on a PlayStation stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, n- nothing uh, nothing t- too crazy right now. Okay, she posted a picture the other day. It looked like there was a cougar or something by the pool. What was that large cat? Mm, was it just a, maybe it was a regular cat? But it looked like. Like a, I, I mean, yeah, we have a we have a cat that looks like um, it's a, it's a Bengal, so he's like a, you have the same skin of a leopard or a tiger. Okay, okay. So he's a cat. He's not okay. <laughs> not a big cat. I thought you. Had, I thought she had a big cat, and I was like, ooh, that's scary. Uh, I wish, but no. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dylan, I'm going to let you go, man. I really appreciate you having some time for us. I have loved watching you uh, exceed my expectations this year. And I hope it continues, man. I, I, I am all on board if you continue this to lead in this championship. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, will, I will try. I will uh, give my best, my best to, <laughs> to, to hang on this red plate. Well, good luck with it. Uh, good luck this weekend. And please tell your lovely wife I said hello. And hopefully we'll see you at a race soon. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dylan. See you, bud. See you. Right. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Dylan Ferrandez for coming on and giving us some time. Uh, dude, I, I hope... As, as fans of the sport and listeners of our show, that if in the past you've had anything, you know, any negative feelings towards Dylan or anything, I, I hope you give the guy a chance, man. He's really a nice guy. He's he's all about, you know, doing his best and racing hard. Uh, you know, that's what's important, right? He's here to do a job, and I, I think he I think he deserves our respect and our, our fandom. So, yeah, thanks to Dylan. Uh, we will be back. We're taking another commercial break. We'll be back with Carson Mumford. We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two-Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burr Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me, you remember back in the late 80s, early 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets that you'd see on Supercross. 
Jeremy McGrath, Jeff Emig, Damon Bradshaw. All the top riders had custom-painted helmets tricked out, and I was super jealous. I could never afford to get one done. Now there's an option, Extreme Colors. When you're rolling up to the line with a custom-painted helmet, it's one of the coolest feelings you can have. Kirk Hunter has been painting helmets since 1998, and his price is still the same. $295 gets you a professional, one-of-a-kind paint job on your lid. Just contact Kirk at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com or go to motoxpodshow.com and check out the contact links. Now you too can have a custom-painted helmet just like Jeremy McGrath and be the envy of all your friends at a reasonable price. Follow him on Instagram at X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Let him know the Moto X Pod Show sent you. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No, no, it's not. It sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, built performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner. Or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W E R X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod Show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Anticam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeeUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo Senya. All right, the next guest of the night is brought to you by Fly Racing. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With riders like Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Damon Bradshaw, and many more, Fly Racing continues to excel. Visit flyracing.com or go to your local dealer and check out what they've got. Let them know the Moto X Pod Show sent you. Tonight, Fly Racing brings us Mr. Carson Mumford. What's up, dude? Ah, uh, nothing much. Just uh, been riding and training, getting ready for Red Bud. 
Dude, it is almost here, man. Is that is it one of your favorite tracks? Like it is most everybody else. Yeah, I have to say so. Even though last year I really didn't do that good there, and and uh, when I was in positions to do good, like I was in fifth at one point in a moto, I had a I had a crash. I still like I look back and I think like, wow, that race is so cool and so fun. Even though I didn't even do that good. That's cool. I, I love like Millville's. Uh, well, I've never rode Redbud. I've been to Redbud, but I've rode Millville, and that place is probably my favorite on the circuit. Yeah, Millville is super awesome. It kind of reminds me of like the same dirt as like Oak Hill when it's done and and prepped nice. Like just a, there's not a rock on the track. Basically. Yeah, nice, it's so perfect. Nice uh, call. I was at Oak Hill this weekend for the Verb Moto Shred Shred Tour. That was I didn't get to ride because I don't have a bike right now, but the place was fantastic. Yeah, no, it's. It's uh, something that you uh, definitely appreciate coming from California and, yeah, yeah. and uh, having my own track in the desert. Like I know like how much work goes into making the dirt good and just those guys, it seems like they just wake up in the morning and hit it with the dozer and it's prime. <laughs> yeah, we, we're pretty fortunate out here in East Texas for sure. All, most of our tracks have good dirt. Yeah, it's, it definitely makes for some good riding and, yeah. and uh, some great outdoor national tracks like when you go to those those tracks, it's just like a, a beautiful facility, like just just a motocross track, you know, besides like it's just everything is so nice. And, uh, yeah. you know, you can you kind of feel the history. Absolutely. Let's talk about, man, uh, this season. I know Supercross, dude, you, you weren't stoked on everything, but what what it, can you what positives can you take away? Like we talked at Dallas and dude, I thought between you and Heartraft and. I mean, I think it was Cade. You guys were just so depressed. It was really, it, it was sad, but come on, you got to be able to take something away positive to build for 22. What can you take away positive? Um, that's a tough question. Just because <laughs> you think about it and you're like, man, I struggled so hard, but, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I guess I, I showed to myself that I'm not a quitter and, okay. uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of do what it takes, I guess, to try and get out of the trenches. Like there's really, you know, there. Like you said, there you could be uh, digging trenches and doing asphalt, but uh, from the outside looking in, it looks like we have a dream job. But yeah, it yeah, it's definitely it's tough sometimes just being in that position, and you know you're struggling so hard, you, and it's like you put your whole life into it, so you really feel like if motocross isn't going well, your whole life isn't going well. Yeah, but, sure. You know, taking away just. I mean, other than me getting hurt at the end, I stayed healthy most of the season. Um, you know, I, I just failed a lot, and uh, sometimes that's just what has to happen. I got a great uh, opportunity now working with uh, Davey Millsaps, and it seems to be helping my program a lot, even though I am suffering hard during the weeks right now. <laughs> well, I'm going to get uh, into the Davey thing here in a minute. Um, yeah. I want to I finish, kind of continue what we were talking about, like, yeah, we had that conversation. I told you guys like what I do for a living and and you yeah. just mentioned like everybody thinks it's the dream job looking in and we've actually talked about that recently on the Pulpmix wrap-up show where, you know, as the the average fan sees you guys on a Saturday night at a Supercross or or at a National and the the factory trucks and you know, there's food and the bikes are taken care of and they don't see all the the week in and week out, the grinding, the the training, the eating right. Like, you know, I just got done having some ice cream a little bit ago. I'm pretty sure you didn't have ice cream. Um, yeah. You know, it's... you have to, if, if you have a family, like a guy like Christian Craig, who we were talking about at the time when we were talking about this, 
he he has to be away from his family a lot of the times when maybe maybe there's things to do with the, that the family's doing it and they don't see yeah. the fans don't see how hard it is during the week to get to that one day of the race um talk about that man because it is a grind yeah and you know like obviously we do have it easy i i you know i can't like complain too much but it it definitely it times get tough you know like um the struggle sometimes is definitely real. Like there's been times where I've been by myself at my house and having to do a workout and I find myself on the floor, like just dying. And I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, yeah. like if someone walked in the house right now, they'd be like, what is going on? But like, that's just like how far you have to take it sometimes. And you know, uh, I've been doing lots of 40 minute motos. And let me tell you, that is not a good time, especially on these public tracks with just you know someone could go rent a dirt bike and show up at sure. one of these tracks but on the weekends i've been feeling good i'm happy about that and you know i feel like that's showing but yeah it's 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 hard to explain to somebody that you know isn't with you day in day out um how uh you know how brutal it can get sometimes and um you know i, I think it's like with anything like you just sometimes you just like, man, this, this is tough. I'm bored of it or burnt out and you really don't have a choice, but to suck it up, you know? And, and like you said, like with Christian and your personal life, it, it almost becomes a point where you have to be a robot and just, uh, you know, do it. Like uh, lately I haven't had too much free time. Um, Davey's been staying with me. So, Mm. uh, just every morning cycling, go to the track, do the motos, come home cycle again or do a gym and and with him staying there like today uh we normally wake up around seven and then uh do a bike ride and then make breakfast or whatever and um i hit snooze on my alarm clock you know it's whatever eight minutes i was gonna wake up at 708 and about 703 i just hear it banging on my door get up let's go that's awesome i'm like dude (laughs) this is gnarly yeah but that's cool Davey, man, look, we saw what Davey did for A-Ray, right? I mean, that was the best yeah. A-Ray ever was. Yeah, I think A-Ray will admit to that, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, that's, that's, Davey knows what's up, and uh, yeah. I, I am going to get to that in just a second, but I was, I was going to say, like, just what we're talking about, I, I just had Dylan Ferrandis on a minute ago. My last question was like, hey, what do you and Nastasia do for fun during the week to kind of chill out? And he's like, yeah, nothing. She wants to go do things. And I'm like, no, the championship is the only thing that matters. Racing is the only thing that matters during this time. And basically he's like, Hey, there isn't really any quote unquote fun during the season. Like this is what we're here to do. And that's, that's most people can't wrap their brain around that. Right. I'm sure you do go, maybe you get to go wakeboard or something once in a while or whatever, but for the most part, Uh, it's for the most part, it's all, focused on your job 24 7 yeah like i i just built like a new two-stroke in the garage like been working on it for a while and i'm like all right like stoked to go ride it yeah. i got graphics got got everything and it's been sitting there and i last week i was like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna go ride it on i'll even bring it to a, bring it to the track on a day that i'm riding right at the end and then like the day comes around and I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay, so after I get done riding, I got to come home, work out, do a bike ride and then prep this bike. So it's not sitting in my garage dirty right. and ride extra on yeah. top of the forties I'm doing. 
yeah, I think it's just going to sit here for a little while until we get another <laughs> off weekend. Well, hey, man, I'll come out and ride it for you. Yeah, honestly, uh, I'm to the point where I just want someone to ride it. Call Kiefer. Just to, just to see it. Yeah, exactly. All right, so you mentioned working with Davey, and I think most people know that you you worked with Budman for a long time. He's been family friend for a long time. Um, what brought the change on? Um, just... You know, sometimes you're just searching for answers at, at some point. And, uh, you know, I, I really, I mean, I've trained with Budman a, a long time and, um, I was, it kind of caught me off guard to get a phone call from Davey. And, uh, you know, I knew that Michael Lindsay really was on board with it and some of, you know, people that are, that are paying me to do my job. So, yeah. um, you know, it kind of comes down to, results and and uh you know like davy he's like hey man like i could take you to the next level and and uh you know why not if uh like we talked about earlier if we're gonna be suffering and you know kind of throwing your childhood out the window and you know just kind of always grinding not having free time might as well take it to the next level and uh you know bet on yourself and just do it how how was uh Bud man, how was he with that? Did he understand? I mean, he's been in this business a yeah, long time. For sure. He totally understood. And, you know, and he was a rider before. I'm sure he yeah. had to make the same decisions. Uh, you know, he's still working with Hart Raft and A-Race, so I see him all the time. He's, you know, just a buddy. But, uh, yeah, just something that I needed to change up and give it a try. What was the first thing that Davey changed? Well, obviously, with Supercross, I was struggling with the whoops. Um and to be coming into the season, I, I had like a lot of good weeks coming into the season. And then I had a bad crash the week of the season and, and, uh, hit my head really, really hard. Luckily I have a great, great helmet or a 60. So, um, that was good, but, uh, yeah, I hit my head really, really hard in it and I uh, kind of set me back. I, I don't know if it just spooked me or I had a little bit of a concussion coming in, but I was, I was not in the right headspace for sure as when the gate was dropping and I was kind of struggling. So my supercross season was, it was pretty terrible. I was coming around and then, you know, my head started clearing up a little bit. I started getting more comfortable, just getting gate drops in. And, uh, when I started working with Davey, I started getting my flow back a little bit. Um, but I still, I just, I sucked in the whoops. Like, uh, some days at a practice track, I, I was decent in them. Some days I wasn't, uh, it, there really wasn't any rhyme or reason other than I, I wasn't comfortable. Okay. So, uh, Men- mentally it, it, or bike set up or what? A little bit of everything. Like, um, I was so new to the supercross thing that I didn't really know how to set up my bike. Okay. Um, outdoors. I did, I did a lot of testing as soon as we went to outdoors and I kind of already knew what to do. And, uh, I like the spring fork a lot, uh, with outdoors but the supercross I didn't really know. So I kind of, I ran the air fork. It works for some. It obviously I was kind of struggling this, this season, but that was on me. I, I chose to run the air fork, but I wish I would have done a little bit more testing. I just didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. But yeah, right away with Davey, we went straight to the whoops. Like obviously that was his bread and butter <laughs> growing up and, and his whole career. He, you know, he loves to hype himself up on the whoops. Oh he, yeah. Yeah. There's days that like I'm just sucking in the whoops, and he's like, 
I'll get on your bike right now and hit those things. And I'm like, do it old man. You know, <laughs> but, uh, I, I was kind of afraid to hit him. I was afraid to crash him. Sure. And we went, went over to the whoop section and we sat there for 30, 40 minutes and he just had me hit him over and over and over. And I, you know, I got sketchy a few times, saved it. And he's just like, listen, dude, uh, you gotta know, like you're going to crash in the whoops. Like, that's just part of it. You, you can't be scared to crash in these things. So start hitting them. That's easier and, said than know, done. Yeah, it definitely is. But, you know, you kind of got to take a, a look at yourself in the mirror and it, ask yourself, is this what you want to do? And, yeah. And, and I was like, all right. So <laughs> we started working on them a lot. And it, pretty much every day I would go do a warm up, get loosened up. And we'd head straight over to the whoop section and just we'd be sitting there for a while. And then uh, after that, do some sprint laps in a moto. But. Yeah, I, I definitely learned as much as I could in a short amount of time. Obviously, I got hurt and, and missed the last uh, two races. But, yeah, I think uh, coming into this next season, I, I'm i excited for it. Just just uh, coming off of learning what I did and having Davey in my corner. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to learn and he's willing to help me. So it should be good. Good deal. So, Outdoors didn't start well either. I mean, I think we, we went uh, 27, 15, 14, 14, 13, yep. 7. What yep. was the 7 legit, Carson? I mean, were you feeling it? Did something change? Did you find something? Talk about yeah. talk about the, the negative motos, and then that last one at high point was good. Okay, yeah, like the coming into the first round, I was supposed to miss the first two rounds and show up at high point. Okay. So, cause I tore my labrum and my rotator cuff in my shoulder, but I made a good recovery and rode a little bit and was like, like I might as well go try and race. Then I got like a pretty crappy start and got tangled up with McAdoo first lap of the race at Paula. Then got up, it came from dead last cause my leg was stuck in his wheel. So we had, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Had to do our thing there for a little while, trying to get my leg out. Yeah. And, uh, Started making passes, crashed again. Um, and, you know, it's one of those races that it's like anything that could go wrong was going wrong. So then I start, I started catching up to people. Then I crashed again, and I crashed off a jump pretty hard but was fine. So I, I just at that point rode it in. Somehow got 27th after crashing so many times. Yes. Like, I, like it, was, it was pretty dumb. And then uh, next moto, kind of just tried to get – get the moto over with and not crash i went out there and and rode uh, as good as i could kind of came from the back again and ended up uh i think you said 15th i don't even remember yeah yeah 15th and then uh thunder valley obviously privateers you kind of come in as a little bit of a disadvantage just on on power with the backer teams but um i rode hard and just uh put 14 14 moto scores after coming yeah starts were terrible there i i think i was outside of the top 30 both starts so i rode hard and charged hard but obviously people don't see that stuff uh you know you kind of just see what's on paper but yeah it was like something to build off of and i showed some speed coming to the pack so uh i think there was a weekend off yeah after that yeah and um that helped just coming off my shoulder injury and uh just been training with davy as much as much as i could and so flew to high point and uh, qualified ninth, which was good because I normally was I've been pretty terrible in the past at qualifying. So <laughs> I actually got a pretty good gate pick. Sure. 
I know ninth doesn't sound great, but it was at the time. I'm like, all right, sweet. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, so, considering the field, that's not bad. Yeah, so I came into the first turn, like guns blazing, just smashing into people, and came out sixth in the first moto. Went into the second turn and crashed. So I got up dead last. I'm like, sweet. And it was kind of raining and uh, had some problems with my goggles. So I had to ditch my goggles second lap, second, third lap. Um, and I was, in, I was in dead last. So I rode the entire moto with no goggles and caught all the way up to 13th. Yeah, I think there's so, a picture on your Instagram of you shredding the billboard corner with no or with no, no goggles. No goggles. Yeah, I was surprised at myself because I rode with goggles with no goggles plenty of times, and it's 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 really hard to do. Like, yeah, your eyes water. Sound, yeah, it doesn't sound crazy, but like, it's actually really 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 hard. And it was it was cool because I was riding good and uh, I was passing factory guys with no goggles, and like I was just like, all right, sweet, almost <laughs> passed almost passed for twelfth in the last corner. So I was like cool after that I, I went back washed the eyes out and was like all right i i'm pretty much around the same gay pick as uh, the first moto and i got a pretty good start um and i wrote great so there should be no reason i'm not inside the top 10 and uh i got an 11th place start and caught up to fifth pretty quick rode in fifth for probably like 20 something minutes then march banks was just he was sending it. he passed me passed Nichols, and like within two laps. So that put me sixth. And then, uh, I had a huge gap with like three to go and Fortner was just ripping. He found another gear and, and, uh, it really like, I didn't even get tired. It just, I couldn't hold him off. He was going so fast. Like I, I was still like sprinting, but he, uh, he got me with like a quarter of a lap left. So I got seventh, which put me 10th overall. And I was like, all right, finally inside the top 10 overall. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, been having some more solid motos and and uh you know showed some speed like i'm glad that i uh you know people recognize that you know i was in fifth for a little while because when you when you uh fall in the second turn they don't care if you got goggles on no goggles no helmet and you catch up to 13th no one cares you know you're right you're right the keyboard warriors just say he sucks yeah 13th what is he doing you yeah know, give give the ride to someone else but yeah, um, exactly. yeah, it was nice to be in fifth for a little while yeah. even if i uh, made some mistakes towards the end hey something to build on man that's fantastic uh talk about the bike man i know michael Lindsay with the chaparral honda team fxr chaparral team doesn't have the budget obviously the factory team but has a lot of great sponsors michael's a yep. super super smart guy when it comes to bikes and setup how has the bike improved um, so far outdoors, you know, from the beginning, the first race to this race? Oh, it's improved a lot. Just, uh, you know, just been doing testing. It seems like I keep going stiffer and stiffer with uh, <laughs> my setting just because I'm going faster and yeah. faster. But, uh, yeah, it's nice. And, you know, it, it was nice to have Cody as a teammate all Supercross season because we could kind of bounce uh, feedback off each other as far as bike setup. But it's also been nice to have all the attention for my 250 for outdoors, you know? Mm, so it's kind of like a, it's a double-edged sword, you know? Like, I'm sure he's loving that, you know, he's getting he's getting a lot of attention as well on, on test days and stuff for his down in his 450. But I'm sure he would love to have me go ride his bike and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I think we've been we've been both working really hard. And, and uh, you know, he's showing really good speed, too, on – in the 450 class and having some great finishes. Like I really don't get to watch him much on race day, 
uh, every once in a while I'll, I'll catch a glimpse on TV or uh, when I'm down at the line. And every time I've seen him, he's like battling with factory guys. And I'm yeah. like, dude, that's, that's awesome. You he's know? been good for so, fantasy. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> uh, little side note, I hate fantasy, dude. I hate, hate it. I hate fantasy. Hate. I got so many people texting me in Supergrass season that I messed up their fantasy. And oh, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm messing up my real life. So like, yeah. I don't really want to hear it. You're not the only rider that said that, man. Some people can't yeah. stand. I didn't know if you played and that's why you hated it or if it's the hate it because the, the, yeah, the, the players, the fans take it way too serious and yeah. they take their anger out on the rider sometimes, man. I'm sorry. I love fantasy. Uh, I'm like in the top hundred right now, so I'm pretty stoked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I try not to take re- it out on the riders. Well, I, yeah, I definitely yeah. never take it out on the riders, but I even, I try not to like, text the guy be like hey man how you how you feeling today you know unless it's like yeah. somebody like a ray who i know gets it but yeah i try yeah. try not to mess with them too much but you know speaking of pulp your guy davy's gonna be in studio monday night uh you gonna travel up with him uh no i gotta be down here training i gotta ah. be down here riding and and doing all that he even told me he's like do you want me to come down here and be with you while you train and drive back to vegas and i was like no nah, dude just just stay out there well, you- stay out there you got to get in studio in the off season then. I think, I don't know if Steve realized, I know you don't get a chance to listen as much as you used to probably, but. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would love to. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's hard with riders and, sure. and Steve's schedule too. Like, you know, we're just flying in and out, back and forth, training. He's doing his thing. So. Right. Um, definitely would love to. Like, I I love the show and, you know, I really do enjoy podcasts and stuff. So, uh, it honestly, isn't even, it's, I've, it's crossed my mind to do my own podcast like down the road but yeah i'd love to get on steve's show cool man um hey one of our listeners jake curry sent me a message he wants to know he's seen you running the neck donut a little bit during uh during <laughs> practice so many questions about that well talk about it because you de- you've run it during practice but not during the race and he wants to know if it's just a little tribute to davy or if there's a reason behind it so that neck donut is one of davy's neck donuts out of storage from 2006 oh, that's cool and we were just sitting in the garage one night, and I was like, remember the neck donut? And he's like, oh, yeah, like, just kind of, you know, him and Hobber yeah. about it. And uh, I was like, you should bring it down here. Like, I want to see it. So he brought it down here, and without telling him, I just put it on one of my helmets and showed up to the practice. <laughs> and he's like, awesome. he's dying laughing. Yeah. That's fantastic. So I, ran it, I ran it in practice at Paula, and then I ran it second moto at Paula. I didn't run it at Thunder Valley, and I'm like, I showed up to uh, High Point, and I was like, all right, we're running the neck donut back. And I uh, ran in practice and qualified ninth, and I was like, should I run it in the race? And I was like, nah, because I, I have some cool X2 by painted helmets, and, you know, Beam Designs does my helmets. So, like, I really want to do that, and I'm not going to put a neck donut on one of his cool painted helmets, you know? Right. So, run that in the race. But uh, I think I have a cool Red Bull or uh, Red Bud helmet uh, coming up. So I don't know if I'll run the neck down on that or not, but yeah, it's just a tribute to Davey. That's fantastic. I love it. Jake, Jake could dig that. So I appreciate you answering. Um, I guess last question is, uh, what track are you looking forward to the most? Now I know we sort of talked about it, you know, like tracks you like or whatever. Like, is there one that you go, okay, this is the track I'm going to excel at, or, you know, that you feel like is your best track. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I really loved High Point, and I had never been there. I I flew in the night before and drove to the track, and uh, I didn't even look at the track before practice. I got dressed, 
rode down to the starting line and I did a roll lap and qualified good. So I don't know if that I should just do that every weekend or not, but yeah, I, I loved high point like that. That's gotta be one of my top five favorite tracks. Uh, red buds up there. I really like that place. I've never been to South Lake before. So, uh, you should be good in the sand, I, man. You better be high des life. Yeah. It's a I different mean, like, kind of sand, but still, yeah. Like obviously it's just going to be hot and nasty and the tracks to be rough. So I, I don't know how much fun that's going to be, but it's always fun when you're doing good, right? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, I hope to see you continue to uh, ex, you know get better and make you know strides forward because I know you got it in you, man. I know the talent level that you have. Appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I've been a fan since amateur days before Steve gave you any credit. So, <laughs> hey, uh, I love the fact that you came on the show. It's great talking to you. And man, I still got to get one of those jerseys. We, we didn't make yes, it happen sir. in Dallas. We got it. We right. do it. We'll talk to you soon, Carson, man. Good luck this weekend. Be safe and um, let's get a podium, bro. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> what we're working for. All right, buddy. Thanks for your time, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. See ya. All right. Thanks to Carson Mumford as uh, always, man. Big fan of his. He's a great kid. So good times. Uh, okay. So for the most part, I think that is a wrap on this show. Uh, let's see. Don't forget about the t-shirt giveaway. Email us motoxpodshow at gmail.com. Send me your best joke and I'm going to read it on the air. So try to, well, okay. If it's a dirty joke, I like dirty jokes. I'll be, I'll be fair, but I probably won't read it on, on the podcast because we do have some kids that listen, but send me your best joke. I'm going to pick my favorite and I'll send you a t-shirt verb moto t-shirt, whether it be a small or two XL. Those are your options. Uh, think, thanks again to Wes and verb moto. Thanks to all the guys at Verb Moto, man. They were, they're a blast hanging out with this weekend at Oak Hill. Thanks to our guest tonight, Dylan Ferrandis and Carson Mumford. And thanks to Acherbys USA, our title sponsor, X-Brand Goggles, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, rjerky.com, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors, Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, and Power Band Racing. Uh, once again, this is episode 203. Bear with us. If you guys are new to the show or longtime fans, we're going to get back to live shows with Scotty and TJ in studio, back to YouTube. Hopefully, just in the next two or three weeks, we'll be getting the, the I'll have the new house and set up the studio, and we'll be right back rocking and rolling. Other than that, guys, it's it. We are out of here. Talk to you soon. <laughs>